Hello, Lincoln. Thanks for listening in to support LNK, the podcast, which was created to support small business owners and entrepreneurs in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm your host, Lorraine Penner, but you can call me Lo, creator of Support LNK and co-owner of Harbor 402 with my husband, Jeffrey, and I'll be taking you through the ins and outs of meeting and learning about our guests each week. On today's episode, we are talking to Eamon Vanderlinden of One Life Tree Service. It was wonderful talking to Eamon and listening to his story of starting a Lincoln business from scratch. So let's give you a listen. Hello, Eamon. Thank you for joining me today on the Support LNK podcast, giving our listeners the opportunity to get to know you and One Life Tree Service better. How are you doing today? Great. I'm doing pretty good. My goal here is just to have a simple, casual conversation amongst friends and just just helping us get to know each other better, what you do, what, what we do here on the podcast, and then also giving the LinkedIn community the opportunity to, to figure out who you are and what you guys do at One Life as well. And so I do like to start things off with just a little bit of gratefulness and gratitude, just getting us in the mind in the right mindset for today. So tell me something good. What's one thing that you're thankful for or grateful for today? I'm grateful for the good weather we're having today. That's for sure. So it's really nice. Um, not too hot or not too cold. So. That's oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's perfect outside. I know my husband and I, we have four chickens in the backyard. And so over the lunch break, we just went out there after eating and then we were just hanging out with the chickens and it's super nice, beautiful weather outside under the tree. And so, so yeah, that's definitely something that I'm thankful for today also. Well, perfect. And so let's go ahead and get started. Why don't you just take a moment to introduce yourself, tell us who you are and tell us a little bit about your business. A little bit about my business. So my name is Eamon Vanderlyn, owner of One Life Tree Service. Started my business in 2013, part-time. I was working as a lineman, building and maintaining power lines. And then I uh, started this between the two jobs. I would work four days with uh, line work and then three days doing tree work. So about 80 to 90 hours a week. Oh, wow. For the first uh, year. And then in 2014, I had enough clients to step away from my full-time job and start a tree service full-time in Lincoln, Nebraska. Awesome. So it sounds like you were a really busy guy for quite a period there. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it it was worth it, I think. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And so what was it about the tree service? What was it that wanted to make you start that business? So I had um, had two passions. I really, I I grew up in Washington State, so I I used to climb trees all the time as a kid, and I never really stopped climbing trees. And then uh, I really liked the process of building something, and that something was the business. So just the process of building a business and then getting to work with trees and getting to work outside is definitely something that I love for sure. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect combination for you then, climbing trees and building a business. Bam, there's the tree yep. service. <laughs> and yep. yeah, a lot of a lot of people, mostly the fellas, I think, they love having some type of outside work. You know, I don't think you guys and a lot of ladies too, I guess, you don't like being closed in into an office space and four walls all the time. And so so that's just something more freeing for most guys, I would assume. And so in the space of tree services, how does your business stand out from the rest? In other words, what would you say is your secret sauce? Well, in the last, I want to say about four years, four years, I've been really trying to redefine what it was to be a tree service in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I focus on three, three major things that I, that I think was lacking in the market. And first was like clients, uh, client satisfaction is huge to us. Uh, we 100% of the time want to make the client 100% happy. 
communication from start to finish is absolutely huge to us. So from the initial estimate all the way through to the last invoice and then a follow-up after that, we really go above and beyond every time to make the client happy. And the next thing is our employees. So like our employees, I don't want this to just be another job for them. I want it to be mm-hmm. a career, a satisfying career. So what we did is uh, really focus on continued education and certifications. A lot of companies in our industry, at best, the owner is arborist. But with us, we have the most arborists in Lincoln, Nebraska. And what that means is they study forever, take this big test, and then they get to become part of Nebraska Arborist Association and become a certified arborist through them. And with that, there's like continued education and credit hours you have to keep up with every year. So they're pretty much the most trained staff, I think, in Lincoln to do tree work. And that transfer to our third which is the trees you don't want just some like trees are giant living organisms that's probably going out last us a lot of times and mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of damage toward trees or a lot of improper trimming or improper treatment and with us we really want to do things right the first time and not damage the trees and that's why the training is so important you don't just have like a chainsaw technician you have a certified arborist so 90 percent of our staff are certified arborists with continued education and that's going to be 100 percent pretty soon we, i got new guys working on the test right now so creating it I want it more of a more of a career for them and not just a job so top pay in the market and we're trying to we just set up a 401k and we're working on healthcare, setting it up so that they don't have to work three or four jobs just to make it and they they can just work you know one job they can grow they could like you know grow within the company and they can never stop learning you know so I, I want to create mm-hmm. that environment for them and that transfers over to what the customer receives when you have a bunch of happy employees and they want to come to work every day, that speaks volume to how the customer receives their service. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember reading that on your website, how most of them, if not all, when when the when the new fellows get certified, but how your whole staff pretty much is all arborists. Not only are they going to work happy, but they know what they're doing. They're very well trained and they take ownership. And so that way it, it all kind of revolves around the customer service. Like you're you train your people to do that. Like you said, it, it shows to the customers and your clients that you care and your staff cares. And so it's just a win-win for everybody at that point. Everybody's happy. Yep. Um, another question here. What was the toughest thing that you went through when you were opening or when you decided to open your business? I think, well, trying to find the right staff. Um, when I first started, I didn't really know what type of staff I wanted. So I went through a lot of staff trying to find the right ones. And now I have a very defined what I'm looking for. And, and, and I mean, we get about like two or three calls a week asking for a job. Now I have the luxury of really finding the right person every single time. And, and that really, so I went through a lot of heartache with that, trying to find the right staff at first. So, I mean, now we have 12 employees that are just amazing. And I handpicked every single one of them. So it worked really well with that. And, and, and just knowing exactly what I want out of an employee helps out a lot with that. And then second thing, it's probably toughest is equipment. When I first started, I, I really, I I started with absolutely nothing and kind of built myself up, but like, I really wanted, like I would, I would buy cheap equipment, you know, the cheapest I can get my hands on, but then I would end up spending way more money on trying to get it working, you know, so uh, versus Mm -hmm. just buying an expensive piece of equipment originally. So I think if I was to go back, I would just buy the most expensive piece of equipment I get my hands on versus going cheap and then having to fix things forever and spending thousands of dollars on fixing stuff. So those, those two things. So yeah. Awesome. And yeah, definitely a lot of new business owners have different growing pains for sure. But one of them is definitely finding the right staff 
have. And so, like you said, you've, you've got through a process where now, you know, exactly the type of guy that you're looking for, you were able to handpick them. Not a lot of every, not a lot of business owners have that luxury these days. So that's um, definitely good for you. And yeah, as far as equipment, having the right equipment, that's kind of, there's, that's the hard balance of when you're maybe a new business owner. Not everybody has a lot of funds in the beginning to, to kind of invest in that stuff, but then you'll pay for it in other ways if you don't by having yeah. to work on it or maintain or fix or whatever. And so finding that balance in the beginning, so that way when you are able, when you are a little more stable, then you can just go for the, the good equipment right away. That was actually yeah. one of the other questions I had for you. If you had to start over from day one, what would you have changed? So it would have definitely been the equipment side of things on that. Well, yeah, that, and I mean, we've only been around for six years, so there's not a whole lot of grads, but I think when I first started, I pretty much had to reinvent the wheel. I didn't come from a tree service background. I didn't, you know, like I didn't know mm -hmm. anybody in the tree industry. I had no idea how to run a business, but I, I would become affiliated with Nebraska Arbor Association way sooner than I did. Probably about three years ago, we got affiliated with them, but it's really nice because their meetings, they fly people in from all over the United States to do these training and all this stuff. So, I mean, they, they have unlimited sources of knowledge there that I really could have utilized starting out when I was like, oh, I don't even know what type of gear to buy or what to do, you know? So I think that would have really helped if I, if I could have just become part with them a lot sooner would have been great. Yeah. Having, having kind of someone to, to walk you through it in the beginning, especially in your case when you came from like starting from scratch, basically, because a lot of people maybe with their businesses, it might've been passed down from the family or something. But yeah, if you, if you're kind of starting at ground zero, then having some type of mentorship or some type of industry leader pouring into you and helping you figure those things out. Definitely something uh, to look forward to. I did have a pretty good mentor, a guy that owns a tree service in Omaha, and he really helped me out. I mean, like that was, I awesome. kind of reached out to him and that really helped out tremendously. Yeah. And I think not even only when you're just starting out, but just through the lifeline of your business, it's always good to have some type of mentor there because no matter if you're old or new, there's always something that's going to come up that you, you yourself haven't Definitely. dealt with, but other people who've been in maybe a little bit longer they probably have so mentorship is always something to seek out if if other listeners maybe other business owners don't have a relationship like that definitely consider trying to find one because it, it's absolutely definitely. worth it and so so far in 2020 what is the toughest part for you about having a business this year well i mean we're doing every morning we do a lot of precautions we like wipe all our equipment down you know do everything and we like have one guy to a truck now got rid of the water cooler like the community water cooler and mm -hmm. i mean just stuff that we're trying to do that kind of changed stuff up like i mean it added probably about 30 minutes every morning so that's not too bad but i think like the biggest thing was just the emotional roller coaster it created when covid first hit the news we were doing like 20 to 30 calls a day and we went from that to zero and for yeah. two days straight we didn't get one call and you know I, I really thought this was it you know like out of everything that we've been through as a company and as a crew this is going to take us out because we rely massively on continued business and and it was a really bad timing because when we come out of winter that's when we start making money again you know so winter is really slow for tree industry and then then covid hit so that emotional roller coaster and then just with our business how it is affecting us just the uncertainty and then the emotional roller coaster but i mean we're staying focused and we're trying to manage stress and trying to manage time and everything so 
that's kind of something that with these other interviews that I'm going through, you wouldn't expect some industries to be affected, but it really is every single industry. So like for you, for example, the tree service and the arborists, you guys are outside most of the time. And so you would think it would be mostly like the office environments that are affected, but really it is everybody because I'm sure a lot of your clients are not only just residents and households, but also businesses. Offices are closed and so the businesses are shut down or with the residential people are maybe not working for a little while either and so that you know the funding for these services that they get from you might not be there temporarily and so it, it does really affect across the board it affects pretty much Definitely. every business owner in one way or another that's <laughs> the thing with lincoln economy we all are connected in one way or the other so i mean things that aren't even connected to tree work but they are, you know, and, and yeah. I'm like, I'm connected to gas stations and whatever else. And it's like, it's amazing how, how much we're connected and we don't even know it. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a very complex connection network yeah. that, that we don't see most of it, but it's definitely there underlying everything. And so as far as the COVID restrictions, I know you had mentioned a little bit, but how otherwise has your business been affected so far? And then how do you see that possibly affecting you anymore in the future? We just, we're keeping going and just keep taking calls, taking clients and doing tree work, keep trying to get better and working towards stuff. And we just kind of play it day by day now. Trying to plan really far into the future is kind of off the table right now. So we're just yeah. trying to make it work and see how it goes type of thing. One of the things is I try my best is be really transparent with my employees of what's going on on a daily basis. And I think that helps out a lot too with the stress level around work. You know, I, I try to encourage them be like, you know, we got this and we're going to keep going. But if something does happen or change, I'll let them know and they'll be the first ones to know. So I think that helps them too with this uncertain time, just the yeah. transparency. Absolutely. I love that how you said just being transparent and then with your staff and your employees taking things day by day. That really does help just setting that expectation. You're not trying to act like something is different than it is. You want those guys to keep looking towards you as a leader and to keep, you want to remain honest and work with integrity. And so just keeping them in the loop it says a lot about you as an owner and it builds that trust with them and keeps maintaining that trust. And so that's, that's awesome. Good job. And so I guess another question right now, what is the number one way that you currently bring in new clients? The number one way to bring in clients, word of mouth, probably. Honestly, like we, I mean, we're on top of Google. We have yard signs. We really don't pay for any advertising aside from buying our yard signs. But uh, mm -hmm. word of mouth is huge. I mean, we'll do one client in a neighborhood and end up doing like 20, 30 clients in that same neighborhood. That's super helpful. And that for a long time, I'll have a client call me and be like, hey, my friend recommended you five years ago. It's crazy because we don't know how many people are watching us, like do our work mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. how many people will actually see our finished product. So, and it's just, it's kind of crazy to realize how big that goes. Cause I mean, yeah, I'll be getting calls five years from now about a tree that we did today for a client that their neighbor's brother or something. So, I mean, it, yeah, word of mouth is huge. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is something that a lot of these interviews, everybody, and I love hearing this, everybody is saying word of mouth that that's their number one way. And that just tells me that you guys are doing such a great job. And especially you, how earlier you said your one, two, three was the clients, the staff and the trees going back to setting a priority for your customer service and, and making sure your staff is taken care of and that you always handle the trees well. That 
built into you having such a great reputation right now that you are able to have that word of mouth because your your customers are happy, your staff are happy, and it just kind of all revolves around around your reputation. So that's awesome. Um, you're welcome. Has the internet played a big role in your business so far? Starting out, not so much, uh, but like with the volume that we have to maintain, like we have to keep up to three to four crews busy 10 hours a day for four days a week. So, I mean, we have to have a decent amount of calls. So definitely just keep it going, being on top mm -hmm. of Google, but we definitely have to have a decent volume for sure. So. And what is your worst technology struggle as of today? Technology struggle. Yep. So just like not only online, maybe with the internet, but just any technology in general. Oh, okay. or do you have a big, like anything malfunctioning, any headache you have right now? I think originally trying to get a business system going to manage clients and manage employees and hours and everything. Uh, mm -hmm. We went through a couple different software programs that were supposed to be, you know, like a game changer and they ended up being really complicated. So mainly we just try to keep things as simple as possible and that really has helped out. We don't massively rely on like a computer system to do a lot of stuff for us. And I mean, we have a couple estimators that go out and they keep track of everybody's number. They just, we try to take as much automation out of it as we can. Yeah. I mean, that that just works for us at our size. I mean, if we got any bigger, then that would have to change. Uh, I think systems like that were just kind of frustrating and really messed us up for a little bit when we tried to merge to them. So definitely, yeah. I, I think it goes half and half. Yeah, like you said, once it gets to a point where you need to scale on a bigger level, then you might start looking at that again. But for now, just taking the less is more aspect and kind of being a little bit more bare bones. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It keeps things simple and easy, like you said. And so if we had to look six to 12 months in the future, where would you like to see your business to be? Like as a business, we want to keep growing. Usually we grow about 20 to 40% a year. So, I mean, if we keep that up, that'd be great. Just keep learning and keep getting better. I mean, there's always room for improvement with how I manage the clients or how I manage the employees or how we do stuff or the equipment that we have. I mean, there's always growth. So I think just like constant growth and not necessarily in numbers or trucks or anything, but I mean, just getting better at things. Like usually I try to, I try to like have a window, just a little window that I look at things that need to be corrected and need to be fixed. You know, it's like, okay, well we could take down a tree really quick, but now we don't have any equipment to clean it up. So we need to focus on that or, Hey, we have this. And then now we have to, you know, figure this out. So I just really want to constantly be getting better and and I think the day that I hit a plateau where I can't constantly be growing and getting better whether it's size wise or just management wise or anything is the day that I might get kind of bored great answer and so yeah those intangibles like learning getting better at your craft those are also wonderful goals for growth not just the numbers like you said the numbers can always increase sometimes they'll decrease maybe they'll just plateau like especially in this situation where everybody's probably either plateauing or decreasing but everybody is going through the same thing but you can even during those times still be growing in what you're doing and how good you are at it and so so yeah great answer today i have two more questions for you what can we all do as the support lnk community to help you and your business right now keep doing what you're doing because we love lincoln we love working for lincoln it's the biggest small town i've ever been in i mean we we wouldn't be where we are today without our clients and i guarantee that i mean the clients in lincoln really made our company 100 percent. yeah so i mean no change is needed just keep doing what you're doing because it's been great yeah lincoln is awesome a little bit of lincoln love right there and so so the final question then, how can everybody find and connect with you online? 
Uh, our phone number is 402-469-9063. Our website is onelifetreeserviceLLC.com. One Life Tree Service, it'll pop up. Great. Well, thank you so much, Eamon, for taking the time to, to have this interview with us. Okay. But think, any last thing you want to say to the LinkedIn community before we, we stop for today? Oh, uh, no. I, I really appreciate this interview, though. So. And that's a wrap for today. Special thanks again to Eamon Vander Linden for being an awesome person and an awesome business owner that we as the Lincoln community can really rally behind. I highly encourage you to reach out to Eamon if you have some trees that could use their assistance. Until next time, be honest, stay well, and never stop supporting Lincoln.